Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. We're excited to welcome Dean Tolson to our broadcast today. Many people know him in sports, but I got a chance now to really get to know him through his powerful new book. It's called Power Forward, My Journey from a Literate NBA Player to Magnicum Loud Master's Degree. We'll talk to Mr. Tolson not only about the sharing of his story, but what it's been like for him to be able to let everyone know what it means to be able to rise above your circumstances, to have a form of success, but also to be able to share lessons along the way. If you all are just now finding out about Power Forward, we'll let you know how to get your own copy of it. Mr. Tolson, thank you so much for the time today. Really appreciate you stopping by. Well, I, I thank you, Cyrus, for uh, allowing me the opportunity to come on your show and speak your audience live out there and for this most uh, vitally important message uh, concerning uh, education in their lives. And education is such a big part of your story, Mr. Tolson. So I want to begin there because a lot of times, as you know, uh, it is the sports. It is what people do that really gets the attention. What has it been like for you to show that balance there of the success you've been able to have in sports, but also the other wins you've been able to have in your life when it comes to education and other things? Well, my biggest challenge uh, was overcoming the literacy uh, to get an education. Um, I went back to college at 32 years old, and that's when I first started to learn to read and write. And for yourself, Mr. Tolson, was it something you always knew was important for you to do? No, it was not. My my first uh, inclination was to become an NBA basketball player, and I played professionally until I was 38 years old, and then I realized that um, I didn't have anything that was of value in life to offer anybody once the career was over. Yeah, yeah. And and I think it's so interesting, I think for anyone who may have heard your name, Mr. Tolson, to actually read your book, Power Forward, we see there are so many different things you've been able to do in your life. Like a lot of people uh, would not be able to know, of course, one thing, of course, your obstacle and challenges when it comes to education, but also the, the things that you went through when it comes to just being able to be seen. I think for a lot of people out there uh, who have a talent, you know, they're always trying to stand out. What what made you keep believing in yourself, Mr. Tolson, even during the, the challenges um one word kept me motivated and that was uh failure i never you know saw myself as being a failure i i I knew that i had talent and i knew i could succeed in something even though it wasn't the nba so i went into business for myself I uh, went back to school and got an undergraduate degree. Then I went back again and got a master's. So I never gave up on the process of being successful. And I think that's the message for the people here today, and especially the kids out there uh, that are not doing well in uh, the classroom 
in high school and college right now. And part of your experience is, is taking you around the world. How did that help you to have a bigger worldview? A lot of people out there, Mr. Tolson, especially young people, don't know anything more than the world they see with their eyes. How did it help you to be able to be out there and to see the world and to experience things outside of the country? Traveling is an education in itself. You, you don't have to see it on TV. You don't have to read a book. You're actually there, and you actually see the world, and you actually interact with different cultures and traditions of people that show you all sorts of different things that you never knew or dreamed of in life that even exists in these foreign countries. I played 12 years overseas on every continent in the world, Hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And 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 you definitely have been able to show people, of course, what you've been able to do. There's one of the po- most powerful conversations in the book, Mr. Tolson, that I didn't mention to you I was going to uh, bring this up, but I thought it was so interesting based on what you just said. Even with all your success, of course, the challenges of, of reading and writing were there, but one person who really had that heart-to-heart talk with you that you even share in the book is your mother. Talk to us about that. What was it like for you to be able to have someone who loved you, believed in you, but also knew you could be better. Yeah, thank you for asking. That brings a smile on my face every time my mother comes up in the conversation because had she not convinced me to go back to school, I wouldn't have the conversation with you right now. She, She took my plane ticket and my passport and my contract and he hid it in the attic of the house from me, and I was trying to fly back out to Athens, Greece, to go play another year. And he, he, he actually took that and, and hid it from me to keep me from flying out. And I asked her, hey, have you seen my, you know, paperwork, contract, plane ticket, passport? And she walks around there and says, no, I haven't seen it. And she was upset with me. And so after two or three days, she finally said, you sit down here. I want to talk to you. So I sat down at the dining room table. We started talking. And she says, I want you to go back to school. At 32 years old, I said, Mother, are you crazy? You know I can't read and write, do math. You know that. Why would you ask me something like that? I'm going back to Athens, Greece to play another year and make some money. And she goes, no, I'm not giving you that back. And so started crying, and I listened to my mother. You pay attention to your parents, and she convinced me at that moment to retire me from playing basketball and go back to college. Yeah. That's how the part. That's the role she played. Right. If you don't mind, Mr. Tulsa, I want to read a bit of that from the book. And uh, for those who have the the hard co- copy of the book, like I do, it's Not in chapter at all. fourteen uh, on page one fifty six. And this is what you wrote in the book from that conversation. Um, this is your the words of your mother to you. I know you can't read or write. She began. But let me ask you something. I should have asked a long, long time ago. And I want the truth. Have you ever tried 
to learn to read and write. I thought of a million things I could say. No, I never tried because no one ever cared if I could read or write. Teachers, students, coaches, teammates, they didn't care. They never wanted to know the real Dean Tolson. They cheated to get me in school, and they cheated to get me out. The only Dean Tolson they wanted to know was one that could take them off from behind the free throw line and dunk a basketball. That is so powerful, Mr. Tolson, because there are so many people out there that are listening to this conversation here on the radio side or online who either know someone like that or have been that person. And I want to talk about the real Dean Tolson. What was it like for you to introduce him in this book? Uh, I want to say to all of the students and kids out there, you don't go to college and high school and graduate to prove anything to anybody. You go to prove something to yourself and find out who your identity is in life. And from there, you can decide what mark you want to make on society. And that's what I found. Yeah. And that's what you've been able to share. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Go go, go ahead, Ms. Tilson. I'm sorry. It was very, very powerful. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, is on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Dean Tolson to our broadcast today. He's the author of the book, Power Forward, My Journey from Illiterate NBA Player to Magnum Cum Loud Master's Degree. The book's available through our friends at Amazon.com. That's where I got mine. We're going to also let you all know how to stay connected with Mr. Tolson as well. He does have a place for you to be able to find him online as well. So you are now being introduced to a whole new audience, Mr. Tolson. My brother is the sports guy in the family. So if it had not been from a, 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 a conversation you and I had over the phone, I wouldn't have even known your book was out there and I wouldn't have been able to enjoy it. Now, talk to us about that experience. People, people have gotten to know you for playing ball. What is it now like for you to be known as a published author? Well, I've been public speaking to people for 40 years about the story. And I got my undergraduate first, and a, a five-page Sports Illustrated article came out on the story 32 years ago in 1988. And I noticed that it was falling on deaf ears out there. Nobody's paying attention to what I was able to accomplish. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to go back and get a master's degree and not only get a master's, but graduate magnum cum laude in my master's program to prove to people what it is that I'm telling them about how important that the education is to these kids out here every day. Every 26 seconds, a kid drops out of high school. 7,000 kids a day drop out every day. 1.2 million drop out per year. When those kids go out into society, what will happen to them, Cyrus? Yeah. What will they become? Not much. Right. And that's what why I do what I do is for them. How many are surprised 
uh, to to know the real Dean Tolson, Mr. Tolson. I was I was curious about that when I was reading the book and thinking about this conversation with you. Are are people surprised? Wow, I had no idea that you went through that. Are you getting that a lot? Well, they're they're, they're starting to want to understand what I really did. After all of these years, no one has really asked me about the value of what I did so I can take it and help other people in life with it. No one, no corporation, no companies, no entities, no one has approached me about sharing this story and how I did it to help kids that are struggling in school right now. If I can explain to them what it is I did, I can get their attention. They will be graduating in numbers, but I can't get nobody to listen. Well, I, you know, I, I'm so glad you said that, but I do believe that, uh, you know, as people are hearing about what you're doing, Mr. Tolson, as conversations, you're having conversations like this, I think getting that word out is definitely going to continue to happen. I mean, you've been able to have such an amazing platform here as well. And I think, too, the, the fact that this is bigger than you, I think that is the other thing that I love about Absolutely. Uh, yeah, what what you've been talking about here. I, I love the fact that you you're very honest in this book. Um, you know, you you talk about being able to you know to overcome things, um, and and these are things that of course people need to know is possible for them too. Did you yes. know when you were? I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mr. Tolson. I'm a humble man, is what I want to say, Cyrus. I'm humble about it. It's it's not nothing special. It's something that I work very hard at, and the message, the real message, is tell other people. If they work really hard as well, they'll succeed as well as I did. That's all. Right. It's real simple. Can you talk to us about the Dean Tolson Comeback Scholarship Award, what that was like for you? Well, a guy by the name of a very famous person by the name of Frank Burroughs set that endowment up for me at the University of Arkansas, and it's called the Dean Tolson Comeback Scholarship Award, and it was based on me getting my undergraduate and my master's degree. I am the first athlete and professional athlete in American history to ever do this and then be inducted into the National Honor Society in Chicago, Illinois, of all the colleges in the United States. I had a 3.9 GPA. Um in 2007 at 57 years old. Yeah. You, you write about that, Mr. Tolson. You say this, no honor ever had or ever could make me more proud or humble me more. My heart overflowed beyond words. And then, you know, I love the fact that when you, you went on to say this, um, my number was retired, and my journey, my, my jersey was hung from the rafters of the Bud Walton Arena in a ceremony in front of a sold-out crowd. That same crowd leapt to their feet and cheered when the coach and I presented the first Dean Tolson Combat Scholarship Award. And and I, I think again, talking about possibilities, that is what this this whole book to me is about. I mean, there are highs, there are lows, um, there are moments that things were 
presented in front of you, Mr. Tolson, that you had nothing to do with, but others that were self-inflicted, quite frankly, and you were able to overcome those things. So what is your hope today as people are are being able to find out about the real Dean Tolson? They're able to understand how they can overcome obstacles. What is your hope that Power Forward does for them? Well, at 18 years old, the military was one of those huge obstacles that I had to overcome. Uh, I was drafted into that military at 18 years old during the Vietnam War, and I had—I'm six foot nine—and I had no business going in there, and I was forced to serve. That was a huge obstacle because I actually felt that I would die if I went in there to yeah. fight. I'm 6'9", and with a pair of boots on, I'm 6'10". What would I look like running through the weeds in Vietnam shooting at a Viet Cong? Right. I'd be the first one shot. So uh, mentally, I've overcome a lot of obstacles like that in my life, and the whole book is full of those type of scenarios, isn't it? Right. From start to finish, 237 pages of challenges, every page you turn in that book is something else that went wrong that I had to fix until I graduated with a master's degree, magnum cum laude. And you, it is so interesting because you did have some people that had your back. I mean, one of the people were able to... To, to see that you had there with you to help you, especially because of the challenge of not being able to read, was EJ. You talk about that you know, in, in, in the book. Talk, what was that like for you to have people in your corner? Because I think that's another important lesson for our audience as well. You write about EJ and you know, being able to help you. What was it like for you to have people like that that were there by your side? Are, are you talking about uh, Dennis Johnson? Yes. EJ? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, Dennis was my roommate in the NBA and uh, went on to win three NBA championships with Larry Bird, and he also uh, won one Seattle championship with the Seattle Supersonics, which he, we both played for my rookie year. I, I kind of put Dennis under my wing when he first came in as a rookie and kind of showed him the ropes and uh, how, how he could uh, make the team and play for Bill Russell like I was playing for him when he came into the league. So it's very important to develop certain relationships with certain people. Uh, Frank Boyles is another one. Um, Your instructors in class is another one. Hey, that's, that's, that's one of the things that I didn't do was get to know my instructors on a personal basis, get to know them and, and talk to them after class and ask them, Hey, what do I think need to concentrate on for what's going to be on the test next week? Or, you know, what do I need to study harder at, uh, uh, you know, to to get an A? And 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 don't sit back there in the back of the room and don't participate like I did the first four years I was there from 18 to 21. Get involved. Participate. Raise your hand. Talk. Get tutoring. Get help. Somebody will help you if you ask for it. Nobody's going to come and help you if you don't ask for help. Right. All these, see, they sound like little things, but Cyrus, they're huge for kids to 
excel, and they don't even know they don't even know those things like that. They just sit there and not get involved. And 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 that's what I did the first time around. I didn't get involved. And if you read, I talked about my five vows that eventually caused me to graduate. It's the vows that I set for myself. And and I think too having those those personal those personal goals for yourself, Mr. Tolson, and wanting it for yourself. I also love it. Kind of goes back to that conversation that you wrote in the book around your mother. That it's one thing for someone else to want something for you, but you have to want it for yourself. And exactly. and I love the fact that as, as in what I read with her, you know, it's all about making the attempt. Like she said to you, have you ever tried? You know, and I think that is where so many people get hung up and not not putting forth that effort. And and I think when I think about the title Power Forward, Mr. Tolson, I think about just that. Even in spite of the challenges, you have to power forward, which means you have to take action. You have to be willing to act in order to see see what you want happen for you. Let me add one thing that was very special um, in the transitioning from a professional athlete to the classroom. As an athlete, I was already a a fierce competitor. That's why I still hold the records at the University of Arkansas and rebound, and then I'm the second leading scorer in the history of the school to this day. Nobody broke my record. Okay? Bobby Portis, who played for the Milwaukee Bucks right now, came the closest to breaking my record than any player that ever played there. Okay? But he didn't break them. My records are still there today. That competition, the, the, the competitiveness that I had in me, I finally transferred that to the classroom. And I think kids need to understand that transition to stay competitive in the classroom so they can pass. That's 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 self motivation. That's discipline. That that's desire. Okay? No one can give you these things. You must develop and earn those yourself and win. Such an important point, Mr. Tolson, and I'm so glad to have you on to be able to to talk to you about this. Congratulations not only on your success, of course, on the court, but also now in life with this book. Again, everyone, Dean Tolson has been our guest. Power Forward is his book, My Journey from Illiterate NBA Player to Manicu Loud Master's Degree. It's available through our friends at Amazon.com. That's where I got the book. Of course, you can also get it from your favorite bookstore as well. Mr. Tolson, as I mentioned earlier, you also have a website. Let our audience know how they can stay connected with you. Uh, yes. Uh, they can read my website at DeanTolson.com. And we'll make sure that we link that up for our audience as well. Mr. Tolson, so and glad that you reached out. And it's also available on that website as well. Exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm and, so glad we had a chance to have this conversation, Mr. Tolson. Yeah, please share that website with the kids and the children because they're the ones and they're the future of America. Yeah, such a great point. Well, congratulations again to you, Mr. Tolson. Really appreciate the time and looking forward to our next conversation together. Okay, and thank you, Cyrus. It's been a wonderful conversation, and I hope your audience benefit from the conversation we've had on your show today.
I appreciate that. And we thank your audience for tuning in to this edition of Conversations Live. There is more Conversations Live to come for you guys on the radio side, so make sure you guys stay tuned to the bottom of the hour. For those joining us online, we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in to Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing.